0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Exposing Scientology, where we reveal what really goes on inside this business, masquerading as a church. Hi, everyone. We're back. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hello, hello. Doing a live at three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, so some of our foreign people are able to join us. Because we always get a lot of uh, people going, Oh my God, it's so late for us. We can't make it. So hopefully they will be able to join us. I assume that we have a bunch of people already uh, in the comments. Oh, yeah, finally an owl when
1: we are awake in Europe.
2: (laughs) Yay. Yes, absolutely.
1: I fear that the reason that we weren't able to do any lives together was my fault because I have been traveling, excuse me, for the last few weeks. All over the United States, and I am unwilling to bring my recording set up with me <laughs> all over the country, so uh, we just had to wait till I got back.
0: Yes, we did, but we're glad you're back. We're glad you're back for the holidays.
2: Yay. Thank you. Yes. Me especially. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Okay, well, the, the um, description of this uh, live broadcast was somewhat cryptic. And, um, it was sort of a sneaky way of getting people to come and watch to find out what's going on.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, mystery sandwich <laughs> in the house, <laughs> Exactly, mystery sandwich. Um,
0: I think that maybe we should give it a couple of minutes before we do the big reveal. Sure. Um, what do you think, guys? Yeah. That's great. And hey,
2: we- sh- shout out to Phil Jones. I saw he's in the chat. Thanks for being yeah. here, Phil. America's Phil and Willie
0: are here in yeah. Florida.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yes. that's right. I remember you saying that now.
0: Yeah. They're, they're here, and they're uh, coming to our New Year's party. Yay. nice.
1: That's good. We'll have a nice time. Yes. And we have um, a past Alex is here. Oh, good. And um, we've got... Um, Hi Alex, Mark. I'm glad I'm glad you're feeling better. Yes, and we've got <laughs> Ma- Mark Fisher here and uh Cassie Isaac is here.
2: Oh, and the one and only Purple Groovy is here.
1: <laughs> Purple Groovy, <laughs> love Yay. food kitchen. We've got a lot of frequent flyers in here tonight. Michelle yes. Carpenter, nice. Um, we we appreciate all you guys coming. And if you're in the, if you're in the uh, watching the video right now, and you can uh, get into the chat, let us know where you're coming from today. We always love seeing where people are tuning in from um, around the world. Uh, we've got Nadine from South Africa. Um, we've got all kinds of people. There's a bunch of people, hello from Australia. Um, so Las Vegas, Chile, Chile. I saw London. I saw
2: someone from Northern Ireland, Australia, nice. yeah. Canada, Belgium, yay. People from yeah. all over. Apparently, Even from
1: Cleveland, <laughs> Carrie. Thank you very much.
2: Yes. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Apparently you I guys need to got get internet myself there now. Yeah, that's apparently awesome. I need to get myself a checkered shirt to match you fine gentleman.
1: Well, I <laughs> this is my most Christmassy flavored shirt that I could find. So um that's what Oh, I that's what that's about. It's you I know, get it. Kind of Christmas colors, and, at least of my wardrobe. That's what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a shirt that I was gonna wear that's very similar to Mike's, and I'm glad I didn't wear that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't too. Mike really. one time wore a shirt on the um, on a stream or maybe when we were at his house or something. And I was like, did I leave my shirt at Mike's house when last time we were there? Cause I have that same exact shirt yeah. and uh, no, it was his own shirt. He just bought the same one, which is, it's, it's always possible. Nice. I have my Christmas mug today.
2: Oh, nice. I have my, um, Grayson artwork mug from when oh, he did? was, uh, when he was oh, a little tyke. Yep. It was his little hand.
0: I have some of those from Jack.
2: Yep.
1: Little mugs. Should we okay. show, yeah, I was going to say, should we show the uh, the cover or do you want to get right? Yeah, into let, it let, I, I'm actually going to show the actual
0: thing here and then we'll go into some detail. Perfect. So uh, available now on new, a newsstand near you is uh, a special edition of National Geographic. Whoop, where there we I? go. It's called Secret Societies, True Tales of Covert Cults and Organizations and Their Leaders. And lo and behold, featured in this special edition of National Geographic is Scientology. Um, They have it broken down into three eras and the modern era has let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight organizations included within it. They are <laughs> the Italian Mafia, Skull and Bones, which is the secret society at Princeton, Prin- Princeton, the Chinese Triads, <laughs> Opus wow. Dei, the Priory of Sion the Red Brigades and Red Army Faction, Scientology, and the Knights of Malta. Wow. That's okay, a club then. right there to be on that the list is of. a club. <laughs> <laughs> it's a club not to be a part of. And um, it, it, like most National Geographic articles, this is not text heavy. Um, it's a four-page spread about Scientology and um mark if you want to pull up the first page we can just cover some of the stuff well that's the cover
2: covert cults not just any cult covert cults i love that
0: so it says in the subhead of this uh the scientology movement is one of the most controversial religious organizations in modern history the veil of secrecy around Scientology's teachings has reinforced speculation about its inner workings. Accused of fraud, illegal practice of medicine, harassment of journalists, child trafficking, and reprisals against members who step out of line, it remains popular among Hollywood actors. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, that that's not a very... Um, I mean, all the people in OSA are taking inches of N-theta media for this article. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It goes on to say, um, Hubbard's claims were rejected by some in the medical establishment as pseudoscience in 1951. His foundation was sued by the New Jersey Board of Medical Examiner's for purporting to teach medicine without a license. The suit led to the foundation's bankruptcy, while Hubbard lost the rights to the Dianetics trademark. In 1953, Hubbard decided to change his idea from a science into a religion, explaining that, quote, Dianetics is a science which applies to man, while Scientology is a religion. It, it then it goes on, as the Church of Scientology, the new religion grew rapidly throughout the United States and the world. In 1993, after an ugly protracted battle with the IRS, during which L. Ron Hubbard devised Scientology's own Snow White Intelligence Agency, it was granted a tax exemption in the United States as a church. The church is being ruled a fraud in France and is classified as a cult in Germany. Wow. Okay.
1: Go and, and this
0: little thing about it can read your mind. It talks about the E-meter um, as a lie detector. On
1: yeah, to nice. the
0: next page <laughs> here, Mark. Okay. So several former Scientology members have spoken out, alleging abuses by the church. Former member Leah Remini's show, Scientology and the Aftermath, hosts former high-ranking members who reveal a culture of violence and schemes to fleece members out of their money. Most recently, church leader David Miscavige disappeared on the heels of a federal child trafficking lawsuit. Scientology membership is plummeting worldwide, as paradoxically, the church keeps getting richer mm-hmm. on its website. Scientology beckons visitors with the most outrageous of invitations. See how you can live again. Wow. Okay. I, I never thought in my lifetime, I would see the day where uh, national geographic was taking shots at Scientology not even taking shots, that's the wrong word, was covering the the terrible activities of Scientology yeah. and doing so with such bold language. I mean, usually you see articles in the media where they're um, like, it's alleged that and some people say and... This one is just pretty blunt. You know, Mm -hmm. membership is plummeting. It's uh, fraud and, and, you know, all of what I just read is, in, in the context of this article, there is maybe a half a paragraph which says anything positive. Right. And the only positive thing it says is, John Travolta and Tom Cruise are members. And that's it. Yeah. all of the rest of it is hubbard's fraud and scientology at uh, the the claims about all of these things that really do happen in scientology and this must be I, I don't know how many people have seen this yet which is why we kept it sort of a a bit of a secret because this is not a regular edition for those of you who get a subscribe to National Geographic. It's not a regular edition, it's a special edition. I don't know what they I don't know what they call this exactly, but it's um it's like, you know, People magazine does this and Time magazine does it now where they put out a special edition about the royal family or a special edition about, you know, Donald Trump or something, and this one happens to be about secret societies and covert cults.
2: <laughs> right. And
0: Scientology managed to,
1: <laughs> to, make the grade, to fit. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Go get a copy. You. Pro- this is probably something you could pick up on the newsstand, or you could even. I've seen him at the. Some supermarkets have these on the. Yeah, uh, at the, yeah, checkout, at the aisle. checkout line.
0: Yeah, I know. I just don't know where. I don't know if you can order it online. I actually should have looked that up beforehand. I'll look after we're done. And if there is a way to look up where to. We'll put it in the description. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. So this was a a wonderful um, holiday gift to Scientology. Yeah. Christmas present. By the way, I I noticed someone said, I said Princeton and the skull and bones is Yale. I knew it was Yale. I just
1: was confused. Anyway, um, nice. There's also, I just want to show there, they do have a a picture of, uh, Tommy boy at the applied scholastics, uh, opening in, uh, I want to say this was in the early 2000s sometime.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: 2001. (laughs) That was a while ago. And then they have a a full spit. We just have the one page, but it's a full spread of the, uh, the creepy photo that they have from the uh, complex down in Los Angeles. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that one. That one actually spans the page. So there you go. You
1: oh yeah. See look the at that. thing
0: that I. This is the other point. half
1: of that, right there.
0: Right. Exactly. Because I couldn't. I couldn't um, make a an image of the whole thing.
2: Does I it have a date small. on the on the magazine, Mike?
0: It it does. Claire, it said, and I can't. Well, it says display, display. until.
1: 25 january 24
2: oh yeah so that's usually means it's a
1: it's a it's usually they have them for like a, a few weeks or a month so it's probably just come out and there you go yeah it's very recent someone um someone
0: sent this to me and i can't remember who but very kindly they sent it and i was like oh wow that's interesting and then I opened it up and I read the article. I went, "Oh, that's really interesting."
2: Yeah, <laughs> glowing review of Scientology. That with yeah, with and we want facts, to su- yeah, we National want to support Geographic. National
1: Geographic. And uh, if they're doing this, then we want to uh, want to buy some some of their mags and make sure that they know that this is a, this is the correct direction with Scientology. Yep. Yes, exactly. And, and and yeah, I was going to say, don't th- th- lest anyone forget. Until uh, Going Clear and Mike and Leah's show on A&E, until those things started coming out, the media was very gun-shy about, uh, about doing articles about Scientology because Scientology would come after them. And the fact that so many people are speaking out against Scientology on different platforms and on social media and in the just a regular media now, that is giving sort of... Uh, it's taking away that uh, folklore, that Scientology will ruin you if you do an article on them, because if you tell the truth about them, what are they going to do against you? Right. And um, that's empowering these uh, these different media organizations to start covering it accurately. Yep. yep.
0: I also um, wanted to sort of uh, pile on with a few other bits of news and information about the bad holiday season that Scientology is having. Um, we, there's quite a bit of it. Obviously, we haven't done a live for a while, so there's been all sorts of things going on. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention is this uh, this TikTok influencer named Jessica Palmadessa, who um, has Yeah, there you go. She has been engaged in a campaign in Los Angeles of standing outside of the Hollywood Test Center and warning people about going inside. And this has been going on for some time. And she is, I mean, she has a million followers on TikTok and has been doing these videos about Scientology now for some weeks or months. I'm not even sure how long. Um, Claire and I got an alert from one of our friends. Uh, In fact, Spanky Taylor saying, hey, you should see this girl on YouTube. I mean, on TikTok. And so I looked her up. I was like, wow. Uh, <laughs> she
2: does amazing work. She, she really does, does.
0: She does amazing work and has now created a little... um fan club following of people that go to watch what's happening outside the test center on Hollywood Boulevard and to let them know that they are being tricked into going into take a test. And this is what's going to happen to you. And I imagine that at this point, there probably isn't a single person going inside that test center to get a test. Um, I don't know that for a fact. I'm sure they're not there the entire day, but it certainly seems like those people are there every, every night at least, or every evening. Right. And now they have started uh, announcing over. They also went to the new year's event and they were outside the new year's event and did a live stream outside the new year's event at the shrine auditorium. And, um, they are now telling the Sea Org members inside the building. And as they were getting off the bus at the new year's event, that the aftermath foundation can help you escape and <laughs> over their megaphones, giving the phone number for the aftermath foundation. Yes. So we really appreciate the shout out because that's what we want to do is get the message two SEORG members because they're the ones that most need to know about the Aftermath Foundation. And Jessica and her gang of merry Scientology watchers are doing a great job of making the presence and availability of help from the Aftermath Foundation known to those SEORG members. because. Everybody that's at the Hollywood Test Center is a part of the LA Org, and the LA Org is all Sea Org.
2: And it's worth noting, too, by the way, that the Foundation has received calls since this uh, from the Test Center. So now we've changed the response to... Hello, you've reached the Aftermath Foundation. We help people leave Scientology. <laughs> Just to be very clear that they know exactly who they're calling. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and we do also know about uh, Streets LA and oh, these yeah. other guys. These guys are doing amazing work. And and if you're doing um, a YouTube channel or a TikTok channel and you're doing this, we support you fully. It's amazing. Um, any any way we can get the word out on any media about these guys is worth it. So um, thank you to all you guys. And we appreciate that you're mentioning the aftermath and you're giving the Seawork members, the number Um, that is um, that is one way to get to those people that it's not that easy to get to Sea Org members and wherever they are out and about, um, if somebody has that info and they accidentally run into one of these guys and they just tell them, hey, you know, you can call the Aftermath Foundation if you want to get out here. That's never been a thing for a Sea Org member. and Right. Scientology is going to have to keep the SeaWorld members inside as much as possible because if they know there's a way for them to get out and somebody to help them, um, the chances of them doing that are much, much greater because that's yep. that's – I would say that's the biggest barrier to leaving the Sea organization is not knowing how you're going to land when you get out or having yep. a support group or – and that's the entire reason the Aftermath Foundation was formed. And as an aside, we have been getting a flood of donations and support, and people emailing us and asking what they can do and volunteering, going to the aftermath website. And in, ge- in December alone, um, I don't know if it's doubled or tripled the amount of people that are reaching out to us in terms of donations or emails or volunteers, but it's definitely um, way up over the over the uh, months before in uh, 2023. So yeah. it's amazing. We we appreciate it.
0: Yes. absolutely. okay, which which actually segues into the next topic that I had on my little list, which was the New Year's event. I mean, <laughs> the New Year's event, um, much to David Miscavige's horror, I am sure, uh, some some sneaky person went in and recorded the entire event and then it was transcribed. And put on uh, Alex actually had the audio on his blog, and Tony Ortega put the um, transcript Transcript. on his. Um, And now uh, Stephanie Hutchison, our friend at the uh, uh, Shatter and Confront and Shatter (laughs) blog, has started to systematically go through the event itself and fact check everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And of course it, it, I mean, she got just through the able and wise sections and the number of (laughs) falsehoods that are documented just in those, in the first few minutes of this event are absolutely incredible. And you should go to her, Blog and read what her, you know, analysis and fact checking is, uh, and I'll have a link in the in the um, information section. Also, I will put all of this on my blog with a post that matches this video, so everything is available. You can see the whole article easily, and these links to like Jessica's TikTok and and uh, etc. But I, I gotta say, I haven't even finished reading that transcript yet, but the first thing that was so bizarre to me, apart from, and I think a number of people commented that they must've used, you know, chat GPT and said, write it, here's some facts Or here's some information, write a speech in the style of Dan Sherman. (laughs) I was
2: just going to ask that. I I was going to ask your opinion, Mike, on who you think replaced Dan Sherman.
0: Chat GPT. (laughs) I I, I bet that they Mm -hmm. have fed a whole bunch of previous Miscavige speeches in and said, now make a speech that's like this. The more Rovers and the what, what's, uh, and, and given Water this. Dead, and,
2: unprecedented.
0: And, uh, it's just like, it's like reading Dan Sherman. Wow. But he starts out with <clears throat> the able sector. And the able sector as Mark, who was formerly an employee of the able sector. And yes. Came into the Sea Org as an able sector person. Yep. Is the... <laughs> secular version of scientology so it has taken the drug rehab purif and turned it into a secular program taken study tech turned it into a secular program taken uh whatever and turned it into a criminal reform program
1: yeah.
0: and the way to happiness yep now the way to happiness is supposed to be a non-religious moral code. That's what they claim it is. Yep. And that it doesn't have anything to do with Scientology. Hubbard's name is, by his order, in tiniest, the tiniest print, so that there is no correlation or identification between the way to happiness and Scientology, the religion. Right. And... The story that Miscavige tells about the accomplishment of Abel, the really the only story he tells is about how the Portland Org distributed way to happiness booklets into households in Portland that stopped the riots. And that was wow. entirely and utterly <clears throat> a church of Scientology activity. It had yeah. nothing to do with Abel.
1: Nothing at all! It's funny, Scientology does this all the time. They say, we are for public benefit. We are for public benefit. Look what we do with Narconon and look what we do with Applied Scholastics and Way to Happiness and Criminon. And then as soon as you flip it around and you say, yeah, you guys are using those as front groups. And they say no, 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 no. The way to happiness and criminon and applied scholastics that, that that has nothing to do with us. So when it when it's good for them, they it's Scientology. When it's not good for them, it has nothing yeah. to do with Scientology. Right. Yeah. And so this is this constant yin yang of lies that they end up getting involved in, and they've been doing it for so long that they just switch to either one whenever they like. And it's really, I mean, we should pull out the event where they say. That the peace in um, between um, Israel and all that that they passed out way. They passed out more way to happiness books in that region than anywhere else. (laughs) And every time they do that, they claim that they're the reason why there's no war and there's no uh, conflict there anymore is because we passed out way to happiness books to these people.
2: (laughs) Yeah. What about the Berlin Wall? It's been going on for a while.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. When they passed out every time there's one of these things. They're like, yep. See, way to happiness book. What does Elron Hubbard say? What's the quote, Mike? About the the calming oil on a on on the sea, violent sea or something? (laughs) Oh my gosh! This book says to brush your teeth. That's what this book says. Okay, (laughs) brush your teeth. Be good to your parents.
2: Take uh, care of yourself.
1: Yeah, don't be promiscuous. Don't sleep around. That's what this book says. Okay, Uh, yeah.
2: Well, do not steal.
1: (laughs) You got to read the article from Stephanie
0: because. She says, "Well, Miscavige says that, and uh, after we distributed uh, to every household in Portland forty four thousand copies, and then she and then she has the statistics. There are actually two hundred and eighty three thousand households in Portland. <laughs> that the well, you know within one week the riots stopped, and Stephanie is like, uh, actually, what happened was the National Guard arrived." on that date. And that was when the riot stopped was when the national guard arrived. Yep. And it. It. She just goes through all of these things as she does with everything. She's such, she's so, so meticulous at documenting these things. And then, but then the next part is a, and I did read, I got this far through the wise story, the accomplishments of wise. It's two brothers who have a building, uh, home construction company, and they use LRH tech. And as a result of this, and Stephanie's so funny, she says, this is like a, a David Miscavige infomercial for these guys in their building company. Yeah. Because that, all it talks about is, they, they install three miles of wire a week and it's like, it's made it to sound like ideologues. Wow. They have they have <laughs> done 947,000 square feet of new affordable housing, blah, 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 blah. And it gets to the end and it says, so this is L. Run Hubbard's technology Making dream the dream of owning your home a reality for all Australians.
1: <laughs> I mean it's Oh it's just, boy. You know, I just have to say one <laughs> thing, Mike. You and I and Matt installed 10 miles of cable in three days. So, <laughs> exactly. like, whoop do doo and, and we were loafing through it. We weren't, like, going nutso on it. We were just doing a normal day's work. Okay. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's,
0: it's ridiculous. It's, it's so incredible to look back and, I mean, it's gotten way worse than it used to be. There used to be some correlation between... What was presented and the reality in most instances, there was sort of something. It got fudged. It got worded in a way that made it sound a little better than it really was. But there was some semblance of of there was up. a kernel of truth. There was a, there kernel, was a kernel of truth. Now you couldn't find uh, the, the kernel on a pinhead. It's yeah. like. There is nothing. They've got some guys that use LRH tech in their business, and so suddenly this is now providing affordable housing to the entire country, and thanks to L. Ron Hubbard technology.
2: yeah.
0: And I'm sure, I haven't even read the rest of it, I'm sure when Stephanie gets through with it, it's going to be complete
1: Swiss cheese. Um, (laughs) The other thing is that, Um, if for those of you who don't know, I worked on these events for many, many years. All the entire production of the event and then the post production of the event. And David Miscavige would lose his mind if one single video of the event got out before he had a chance to go through the entire edit and take out anything or re-record VOs part of his speech if he messed something up or if somebody said, hey, that never happened, they might cut a section out or or any of that. Mm -hmm. So the fact that somebody recorded it, gave it to Alex— Alex released it, and Tony released it, and now Stephanie is going through and analyzing it. I always said, because we had a lot of event videos from past events that Stephanie had gone through and analyzed and started contacting these people in different videos and stuff like that. And I always said, if she could do a current event, that would really show how how they're doing it these days. So the fact that the, the Scientologists that were at that event are likely the only ones who've seen this event. And oh, yeah. it, it takes weeks for them to to p- package and make a perfect, perfect video that they then send out on DVD or they send it as a digital. I don't know how they're doing it these days. They used to send them out on DVDs. They used to send them out on VHS. Then they send them out on DVDs. But the fact that the internet gets to see the event and hear the event before the Scientologists, that is a major coup for Alex. That is a <laughs> major is. coup for Alex. It the, is. The fact that he could pull that off. Um that alone is um is Dave little Davy is his his britches might be uh soiled at this point. Uh um, yeah. <laughs> um speaking of little Davy, if you that guys a- haven't that Alex is a troublemaker. I if you haven't it. gotten your Davy doll, your fake navy Davy doll, you can still get those uh at the uh spshop.com. But um yeah, no, it's amazing that he did that. And before I forget, that um, national geographic ar- article at the very bottom of the page it says reissue of a national geographic favorite and this mm-hmm. article came out in october of 2017 and they're reissuing it and that's why i might it that's why we thought maybe it might be a special edition because it's not coming up anywhere it's a reissue of an article that they did that we i just we never just saw, we never saw it oh no, that's um, interesting bro- yeah, and, so. and it's not entirely a reissue
0: because it is new text for sure in there. Uh, David Miscavige had not been escaping service of a federal lawsuit. And in 2017, there hadn't been much of the aftermath yeah. show either. So yeah. I don't know what it was in 2017, but this is definitely at least updated to the very latest
1: information. I think really? National yeah, Geographic knows too. what's going to sell magazines. And um, and just like the tabloids, there are a lot of weird articles about Saint Scientology in the tabloids. But Scientology sells magazines. So if you're in the tabloid business, that's why Scientologists are on the cover a lot of the year in these articles. And sometimes, <clears throat> I mean, I took a picture at the store. I don't remember when it was. Maybe it was like six months ago in the middle of the Danny Masterson thing. And they were on they were on a whole bunch of mags. They were, they were really cleaning up at the uh, supermarket on uh, Scientology. Yep.
0: Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention about the new year's event, uh, just, uh, because I put a, um, an article on my blog recently about the grand opening of the Paris ideal Um, and then, uh, that, that also came from, uh, A terrific article that Alex published on his Scientology business uh, blog, written by Stephanie, about the history of Scientology in France and uh, Hubbard's conviction of fraud. And there's a whole. It's a very. It's a great article with a lot of great information. But they had sent out these pictures of what the new uh, ideal org building looks like. And it is very flash and really kind of cool. But they also mentioned in their promo piece that uh, confirming that they have now collapsed CC Paris and the Paris Org into this one building. So effectively, they have committed an act of treason, according to L. Ron Hubbard, by combining two orgs into one. And though this will be promoted as the great expansion of Scientology in France, what they've actually done is contracted and mm-hmm. by 50%, half. They've halved themselves with this new building. Um, I suspect that this one will, in fact, open, unlike Chicago that was announced last year and Austin that was announced last year. They're going to open in the first quarter, and they're still not open I'm pretty sure this one will open because it is very near to the Olympic stadium and the summer Olympics are in Paris this year. Mm. So they want to use this as an opportunity to fundraise. We've got to distribute the way to happiness (laughs) books, booklets at the, the Stade de Paris or Stade de France or whatever it's called. And we want, you know, we have to get Scientology and get all these people coming in. Uh, So, that Ideal Org, I predict, will open. But I also predict that David Miscavige will not be there for the opening.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, this France and Germany and Switzerland and maybe a couple of other countries, he will never travel to. He ha- did not go to the grand opening of the Ideal Org in Berlin or Hamburg, or Frankfurt, or wherever they've been in Germany, he will not go to this one in France. He fears the French government that they may uh, take the opportunity to put him in handcuffs. And
2: <laughs> same for Germany. <laughs> carry
0: out, yeah, carry on the prosecution uh, that they had of L. Ron Hubbard for fraud, and also, as a matter of fact. The former head of CC Paris, Alan Alan Frank Rosenberg, and a few other people. I mean, the French have definitely taken their toll on Scientology officials over the years, and for that reason, I am certain he will not show up. So, yeah, he's not a
1: big fan of the Interpol countries. (laughs) No, (laughs) and also the um, I was going to say. When we went and did that, um, we did a talk, uh, several uh, ex-Scientologists, we went and did a talk to Germany right? um, about Scientology many, many years ago.
2: 2008.
1: Yeah, 2008. uh, Myself, Amy Scobie, um, a a whole bunch of us, uh, Hannah Whitfield, Jerry Whitfield, uh, Jesse Prince was there. A whole bunch of us went, and when we were speaking— Marty went on one of the occasions. We went on Mosey. two different occasions, but yeah, Marty and Mosey. I think
2: I think it's on YouTube as well. We should uh, I can I'll find the link if I, if it's still there. Yeah. Oh, we, Jason we Begay included. Yeah, Jason, went with me yep. the
1: first time. But when we went there, we not only spoke to the German government, but we spoke to several, like the FBI or the police or the government um, police organizations for many many countries,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the France guys the, their angle was – or or many of these different guys – was like on the purif because they were doing something that is really something that should be supervised medically. And that was a big thing. And um, they can't – they really can't administer – the purification rundown in a lot of these European countries, because they're giving medical advice and they're telling you what supplements to take and all that. But the other thing that they were very keen on was identity. The, the, the amount of personal information that Scientology is capturing from individuals and then keeping in their files for all of time, a very sensitive personal information. And um, I really um, think that that, those two things, the kind of uh, masquerading as medical people, and the identity uh, laws are really going to kill them in Europe because they do not allow you to keep that stuff for any amount of time once you've gotten it from a person.
0: Right, and and Mark, I actually had that also on my list because I, uh, Leah, and I did an interview with Peter Bognay, um, who is. Uh, a wonderful activist in Hungary, Hungary yeah. who I have known for some time. And he has been working very, very diligently with the authorities in Hungary. And this uh, ultimately resulted in um, charges being brought against uh, 11 Scientologists for tax evasion in Budapest and a $1.7 million fine. But pre- prior to that, uh, they were charged with violations of the uh, personal data protection laws in Hungary and were convicted and found guilty. And I talked at some length to Peter and put a blog on my uh, on my blog, a post on my blog that said, look. Um, given the laws that as they exist with respect to data protection in Europe, which are incredibly stringent Mm -hmm. and any Scientologist or former Scientologist can write to the organization and demand that they destroy all their files, PC folders, ethics folders, central files, personnel files, anything and everything, including their address in, in the addresso and that if they don't do so and you have demanded that and you get another piece of promotion from them even that is a criminal offense in most of the european countries and then alex reached out to me and said you know we have the same laws here in in the uk so i alex and i are trying to schedule doing a talk about the data protection laws in the UK, because this is something that every single former Scientologist can do. You can get them to destroy your files, or if they fail to do so, get them prosecuted for failing to do so. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's easy in Europe. It is, it is not like the United States and it it's sort of, uh, a message that I really, really want to keep reiterating and getting out to as many people as possible, which was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this at this time so people in Europe would be perhaps be able to tune in, to hear that you can do something as an individual. You can write and demand that your files be destroyed by Scientology, and if they don't respond or they respond negatively or you get another piece of promotion from them after sending that in, you take it to the data protection agency in your country, and they are bound to take action.
1: And you know what Scientology they have no good system for doing this because once you're on one of their lists, they share those lists with all other Scientology I organizations. Know. So if you put, if you send them a deletion request and you get another piece of promotion from another Scientology organization, then they're, they're on the hook. They can't get around that. So, and they, they're one of their main statistics is bulk mail out it's called bmo anyone who's been in the sea org knows about bmo bulk mail out they try to send out depending on the size of the organization they want to send out several hundred thousand pieces of mail a month to to, to the members that are in their files so the chances of you requesting a deletion and getting another piece of promotion from them is very high so right yeah. anybody who's a former member Um, you can actually even try this in the United States. At least you can say, hey, I sent these guys this and they keep harassing me with mail. That's another thing. If you send somebody something saying I don't want to be harassed by you through the mail and they keep doing it, you can say, hey, these guys will not stop sending me stuff. In Europe, it's illegal for them to do it after you Mm -hmm. do this deletion request. So I think this will be – all of these things, they all add up. They all add up.
2: Yeah, we heard from somebody recently that's under the radar, and they had counted up the number of pieces of mail that they received from Scientology in one month, and it was 46 pieces of mail. (laughs) It's just insane.
0: (laughs) It is insane. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely insane. Well, that's what Mark said. The policy by L. Ron Hubbard is the size, not the quality of an org's mailing list And the number of mailings to it is what determines the gross income of the organization. That's
1: That's right. And they also have another policy, which is outflow equals inflow. So-
0: Outflow is holier and more remunerative than inflow.
1: (laughs) Yes. So Scientology are trying to send stuff. It's written into their DNA that they have to send as much mail out as possible. And the thing like Claire was saying with the 47 pieces, that's because – Um, They have an, an organization called AOLA, Advanced Organization of Los Angeles. Well, AOLA sends their shares and actually in some cases sells their mailing list to other Scientology organizations. I know because when I was at ABLE, I used to buy the AO mailing list and send promo to it promotional materials from ABLE. So that's how you get this 47 different pieces. They might not all be from the same Scientology organization. It could be from Celebrity Center, could be from the Advanced Org, could be from ASHO or Los Angeles, or it could be from all these different organizations. So that's why I'm saying they don't, they have a good way of sharing the names. They don't have a good way of getting rid of the names. Oh, because that's the other thing. It's illegal per their policies, L. Hubbard said, you cannot delete a name out of the files. That's that right. There's a policy that says that Mike. Oh yeah. You can dead file it and say, don't send mail to it, but you cannot delete the information. Correct. Correct.
0: And, and you know, of course the same thing goes for, um, preclear folders. The Hubbard policy is our HCOBs, uh, Like it is a suppressive act, a high crime, a treason to destroy even a page in a preclear folder, let alone the entire thing. You are not allowed
1: to delete them. Yeah, even if is,
0: someone asks, they're not even, allowed to delete them.
1: And which which has backfired on them horribly because when, when when legal suits are filed against them and they say, hey, I want my folders, they can't say we lost it or we don't have it <laughs> or it was destroyed because their own policy circumvents it ever being lost or destroyed. Right. But, though
2: but, though that doesn't preclude them from um, razoring out mentions of Hubbard and David Miscavige in the PC folder worksheets before yeah, they, sending them anywhere. They, they do redact
1: the <laughs> hell out of them, that's for sure. <laughs> like literally
2: cut them out. Not even redact, like well, razor was, them out. <laughs> there was projects
1: for years in Los Angeles yeah. where SeaWorg members were going through files, ethics folders and PC folder, pre-clear folders and all the files that Scientology keeps with exacto blades and cutting out names of right. Hubbard or a Guardian's office member or any of that stuff. So we, I always like to remind people of this. Scientology perpetrated the largest infiltration into the United States government in its history. And yep. 11, is it 11 or 12, Mike? 11. 11 or 12 11 Scientology officials went to prison for that including Mary Sue Hubbard Elron Hubbard's wife so yep. Scientology's been playing this spy versus spy stuff for going on 70 years now so they are they're doing dastardly stuff it's just now kind <clears> of <throat> leaking into the uh, into the uh, into the real world right yep. and something that I also wanted to mention
0: when we were talking to Peter Banyai um this data protection prosecution happened some years ago and they got fined and convicted and told, you know, these horrible statements about what they were doing. And I said to Peter, you know, they haven't changed anything, right? You know, the data protection people could go back to them and the same stuff will be going on again. If they want another easy prosecution, they're sitting there waiting. <laughs> they haven't changed anything, absolutely for guaranteed one hundred
1: percent.
2: Yep. Yep. They're incapable of change, as right. we say over and over again.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, it, it really they they are in a uh, they're in this weird position where people are telling them this is the law of the world. And then they're having to reconcile that with these are the laws of Scientology. And L. Ron Hubbard said, we can't do that. So if we follow the law, then we're going to be bad Scientologists. So that's the sort of um, – that's the situation Scientology's in right now.
0: Well, he – actually Hubbard said that, that the WOG laws should be brought into compliance with Scientology policy. Yeah, he, that is and the he, role of the Office of Special Affairs is to bring the governments of Earth into complete compliance with the activities and policies of Scientology.
1: He even says in one of those things, it might be the same policy where he says, w- one day we'll be running everything. And th- this will go very smoothly when we're the ones <laughs> in charge. God forbid.
2: Holy yeah. moly.
1: Doesn't look like it's going that way, Ronnie boy.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, okay.
2: That's, that's why he's... he's uh, not coming back,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He GTFO'd he, back in '86 and he ain't been seen since. He's like, I, I can't
2: come back, they'll arrest me.
1: <laughs> I he's know, still on the run. It's funny that someone
0: put a comment in there. I happened to notice saying, Hey, is the able sector anywhere near
1: target two? I was gonna say <laughs> it's not near target two, but it is near target. There is a target down the street from it, but that's all.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay.
1: Okay, the final little thing
0: on my uh, list of stuff that I wanted to make mention of, again, is the great work of Apostate Alex. Alex Barnes-Ross has been doing a remarkable job of digging up the real truth about the safe-pointing that Scientology has been engaged in in East Grinstead and he is um a one man wrecking crew right now who is who is uh managing to get the most kind of remarkable admissions out of these people about what they're doing and what they're engaged in and copies of the emails that the the, the county count or the East Grinstead counselors ascending to one another and all sorts of stuff. And it is quite mind boggling, but, but I want to make, um, a more important point, I think, which is that though Alex is a former Scientologist, a former staff member of London org, there are other people like Stephanie Hutchison, who is not, who are not. And individuals can really make a difference. They can accomplish a great deal in this field of cleaning up the abuses of Scientology by taking action, not just sitting around and and hoping that someone else is going to do it, but stepping up and doing it themselves. And you know, Alex and and Stephanie, and there are obviously are many many other people out there who are doing things, but those two happen to be bringing things to my attention constantly, and I feel like it's really important to acknowledge and recognize and thank them for what they do, and hold them up as examples of what anybody can do, which is why I was sort of pushing this thing about the data protection laws in Europe. Anybody can do that who is a former Scientologist that happens to be in Europe or in the United Kingdom. So, you know, thank you for the the work that you are doing, Alex. Thank you for the work that you are doing, Stephanie. Thank you to all the people who are out there participating and helping and sort of chiming in on this effort to end these abuses, because that's what we're really here for that's yeah. all we're here for, yeah. Ooh.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, do we want to put up some of the
0: um, the comments? Yeah, sure, here? yeah, yeah, um, absolutely.
2: I'll, I'll read the comments. There you go, we'll ba- balance it that way. All right, all right. Laurie plays Scientology Audit on YouTube as well. Yes, yes uh, that's another great
1: one we're talking about.
2: Yep. <clears throat> Sam Slade, thank you for the super chat. Mike, can you tell us about how the church efforts in Taiwan came to be? They seem to be the most successful, quote-unquote, in Asia.
0: That's a great question, Sam. They are the most successful in Asia. In fact, I think that they're the most successful in the world. Scientology has grown in Taiwan. Unlike every other country on Earth, it has grown. I think it's stagnant. the growth has stagnated now but it certainly, um, you know, when you go to the advanced org in Sydney, the majority of people in that advanced org are from Taiwan, not from Australia, not from New Zealand, not from Japan, but from Taiwan. And I believe that the reason for this is because of one individual. Mm
1: -hmm. There was
0: a guy who was um, a charismatic personality who basically started a mission in Taiwan and built it up. And and Mark and I know him because we did a bunch of videos about him yep. back in the 90s and the early 2000s. Um, he just, he was a person who had the ability to get other people
1: to do what he wanted. And, He was a very nice guy. I I mean. He was also very assertive. And they're not, that's not sort of a thing in their culture to be that way. And so because he was that way, he was, he was convincing people to do things um, and, 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 and telling them how amazing it would be. And so that is one of the reasons he was so successful. But I want to say the other thing is Tom Cruise also helps out in this um, arena. And then there's a huge factor they don't have any ex Scientologists in Taiwan because it's right. so new to that Dianetics and Scientology, and they and to be fair, they didn't really push Scientology at first. They um, pushed Dianetics, and once they kind of saturated with Dianetics, then they started leveling these guys up into Scientology. So um, once they started getting some ex Scientologists there, then that's when and you, and they, and this sort of content that we're putting out right here starts spreading around then they go oh i get it these guys this is a con job and that sort of thing but um scientology uh relies on these foreign places where there's not content bad content about scientology and they overwhelm that with all these all this public relations nonsense that they want people to hear about there
0: right good answer
2: yep All right, Jane, thank you for the super chat. Thanks for recognizing William and Jessica. They rock. Yes, they do. (laughs) Apostate Alex, even better. It's out there before Scientology have even had the chance to air it in the local orgs. David Miscavige must be pissed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Scientology money project. This was the New Year's Scientology event. Written post Danny Sherman. Where did David Miscavige get his su- superlatives and bloviations from?
0: <laughs> hey, Jeff.
1: <laughs> hey, Jeff.
2: Jacob Harkey. Thank you for the super chat. Mike, do you recognize the Scientologist who was on the sidewalk talking to protesters outside of the shrine? He can be seen on Lara FM's live stream from last weekend. Curious if you knew him from OSA.
0: No, I didn't recognize that guy, Jacob. The old guy, you mean. Well, no,
1: there was... The older um, guy. Phil Anderson was pushing, yeah. like, a, a catering cart down the I street. Know. I, in I, the I, middle of Laura out there. I was like, this is the craziest thing ever. Your daughter's outside protesting, and somehow nobody knows not to send you out down the street with a catering cart pushing yeah. down. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It,
0: that was totally bizarre. But that's... that. I mean... The, you know one hand the one they, hand does not know what the other hand is knows doing. what the it's just crazy but no That's i didn't crazy. know that guy the guy that you're talking about
2: yeah, Linda P. Golan. Why does that book say brush your teeth when the leader had teeth like candy corn?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great His, question. Um I I, th- I think it was um uh, a comedian um I think it was Nikki Glaser made a joke about somebody's teeth and she said that your teeth are like the Spice Girls. They're all do they're all different colors and doing their own thing. That's Elron Hubbard's teeth.
2: <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard approaches things as do as I say not as I do. Yes. Cat Baloo, the way to happiness, leave Scientology. Yes, exactly. The way to happiness is the way out of Scientology. AGT Mom, thank you for the super chat. Listen to New Year's Eve audio. Why does David Miscavige speak in such a strange sing-song way? Emphasis on the wrong parts of words make it almost impossible
1: to follow.
0: Um, because he thinks it sounds
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and the amount of times he yelled at Mike for not talking like that was about a thousand, maybe, maybe two thousand or five thousand or fifty yeah.
0: thousand. Like <laughs> if you didn't um sort of follow in his footsteps as to your cadence and pronunciation and emphasis on the wrong syllables, you <laughs> he he would give you a whole ration of shit and the only person who spoke in a similar way to him was Dan Sherman. Right. If you've ever tried to listen to Dan one of Dan Sherman's speeches, oh my god, the run on sentences and the like—he's running out of breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting to the end of the sentence <laughs> and then starts all over again. Um, it's just weird. I, I, you know, it is really weird. Anybody. Anybody who's not a, a sheeple Scientologist that listens to him goes, what is wrong with this guy? Right. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with him? There's something wrong. Like, nobody talks like this. But Scientologists thinks he's, you know, they believe he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right. Yeah.
2: Jim Herman, question. Is this the only tax-exempt organization that is included in National Geographic?
1: It might be. It, it's it, a
2: great question.
1: You think yeah, Skull I don't Bones know. is non-profit? No. <laughs> uh, it could be educational. It could be a yeah. nonprofit profit educational We should look at that. That know. would be amazing to know. It that. may be. The only one subsidized by the United States government. That's what that's what we're talking about, really. Yeah, I don't the, the know. Taxpayers. Op- Opus
0: Dei, maybe. I don't know. We should look. We'll we'll check it out. We'll get some research. Yeah, we will. Yep. I'll put Stephanie on the job.
2: <laughs> Sean speaks on YouTube. Question. Did do Scientology test test people commitment. Was seeing Laura FM's dad a test for her dad? Why would he be moving dishes outside in front of Laura at night? Seemed weird. Yes. It, seemed-
0: it was very weird. Like, it was weird. Super weird. And if and- it was a
1: test, he didn't pass it because he ended up talking to her. And then she came back and told me that, I think she gave, didn't he give her flowers or something? I don't remember, but I think he gave her some flowers. They might've been on the cart and he just said, here, take these and... But uh yeah, craziness.
2: Michelle Carpenter, imminent trouble source. Thank you for the super chat, Michelle. Good to see you here. Thank you, three, for everything you do to help victims and expose the truth. Only thing that can combat information control is information accessibility. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Yep. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for everything you do too on the uh Discord and is it Discord?
0: Yep. Yes, I think it's
1: Discord. I can't remember all the Reddit Discord. F- Flippy-dippy-ding.
2: <laughs> Local color. Quote, it's a ripoff. Does that translate, unquote, Jason Begay in Germany? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jason has some of the greatest uh, quotes. He does. He I really remember, does. and I might have to find the photos, but Jason and I, when we came out of the conference... Um, Rick – Ken Moxon or Rick Moxon or Ken Rick Moxon, whichever name you want to – he goes by. Um, He tried to – they tried to get in to the conference when we were doing this to the government and um, the German government wouldn't let them in. And right when the conference started, they said, listen, we know that the Scientology people were trying to get in just now while we're doing this. But when you're doing an information seminar on drug dealers, you don't invite the cartel into the meeting. And um, that was how the – that's how it pretty much started. That's how the conference started. And so when it was over, we went outside and we were talking with Ken and um, and I have a bunch of photos of that. I mean we were just having a conversation right outside the door. But um, that was a very good trip. I might um, – I gotta get Jason on here somehow, some way. Um, but we'll do. We might do that as a video to show uh, all the fun things that happen in Germany. NBC don't want him doing this. Show. I know they don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why he won't come on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the Scientology Money Project. Scientology is a tax evading cult that has tax exemptions. Strange but true. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that is right. Uh, Susan B. at Mark, you and Jason's video was eye-opening, but I'm pretty sure it was in Germany. Was Jason the speaker?
1: Yes, we we both were. We both uh, did yeah. a speech on uh, Scientology and told what we knew.
2: Um, Apostate Alex, it was. It's the same with data protection in the UK. I'm working on something in this area at the moment. Anyone in Europe who's been in Scientology in Europe, get in touch. I can help. Awesome. Right. Stephanie Hutchison, hey. hi everyone, popping in for a few <laughs> minutes just the just to see the Fab Three. Thank you, Stephanie, for being here.
0: Thank you, Stephanie, for everything.
2: Denver Stevo in the house. Question: Have oh. you all had a chance to check out the Christmas lights in your area? By the way, Osa smells like poo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, Steve, we went last night out to look at all the lights in our neighborhood, and I.
1: Um, this, I, I mean, I don't know if I should, if I'm, oh, whatever, I'll say it. Um, for Christmas this year, we have a special guest at the Headley House, and that is Sergio Belinsky. Because he doesn't have anybody to celebrate Christmas with. he We flew him out here to um, where we live in Colorado, and he's spending Christmas with, with us. And we went and looked at a really amazing light show that's very close to where we are. And um, it has Star Wars, and it's all computer-controlled, and it was very amazing. So we had all kinds of fun looking at lights. Yes. Yeah, that place is amazing.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, oh,
1: yeah, you, we've taken you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, you know the one. Yep.
2: Yep. Peggy Dooley, as a long-time listener, it is so nice to hear something positive here. Thank you. Thank you, you, Peggy. Chuck Beatty, Beatty. always excellent, relevant content and background, true explaining. Great work. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks,
0: Chuck. Hey, man. Nice to see you.
2: Japan of Green Gables. Question, I've been reading about the fallout over Operation Snow White here in Canada. (laughs) Mike, did you know Brian Levman, the assistant guardian who led Scientology here? Why was he expelled from Scientology?
0: Hey buddy. Um, yes, I I don't think I've ever met Brian Levman. I may have, uh, I certainly met a bunch of the other guardians office people that were prosecuted. The reason that he was expelled from the CFS was a, a PR show. It is the same reason that Jane Kemba was declared a suppressive person, but then is now back at St. Hill on course. Um, it it was done to to demonstrate that these were black sheep who were acting um out of uh off policy and not in accordance with the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard and had gone rogue and they were so bad that we had to get rid of them all and that was the line that was used about the um Guardian's office in the United States, too, in order to satisfy the IRS, who were kind of a little troubled by the fact that the Guardian's office or Scientology had infiltrated the IRS and various other U.S. government agencies And why would you qualify for tax-exempt status? Oh, well, of course, we got rid of all those people. The new breed came in and, well, we got rid of them all except for a few like the president of RTC
2: mm-hmm. or Warren Ken McChain,
0: Moxon or yeah. Kendrick Moxon, the unindicted co-conspirator or the current head of OSA, Linda Hamill or, or, or the head of Abel, Laurie Zurn or, or, Rena Weinberg, Rena Weinberg, or, or <laughs> many, many, many of them who were not, but, that was the line that was presented. Yeah. yeah. they just did and, a rebranding.
1: And,
2: yeah. And by the way, as an example of history repeating itself, that's what they've been doing with the latest chase wave registrars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the exact same um, approach.
0: Got keep rid them, of them all keep unless them they on were a making too much money.
2: Yeah. Keep, <laughs> put, put them on a low post doing menial labor until uh, any danger. Everything over. A, a Statute of limitations has run out and then kick them out. Because they're, you know, we're acting, quote unquote, on their own accord, which we all know is the biggest bunch of nonsense anyone anyone ever heard. Apostate Alex, someone posted on Reddit the other day, they received a letter from an org addressed to the dead former homeowner who bought Dianetics 40 years ago. They're desperate and insane. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of that lately, too, of them calling people who, like, have literally not been in an org for 30 years. And they're just calling them off the hook.
1: Okay, yep. this is another one from Alex. I could not resist putting it. Yeah, I know.
2: prostate, <laughs> Alex. I would just like to point out the East Grinstead counselor who has promoted Scientology the most over the years is called Dick Sweatman. I kid you not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's unfortunate, oh. Dick.
0: Yeah, that's there's some. Uh, there's, yeah, now, we're going to uh, get we're going to go into that a bit when Alex and I talk next because there's some there, there is some remarkable stuff that is going on there, and and Dickie Sweatman is really, really right in the middle of it all.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, Apostate Alex knew what happened.
2: Apostate Alex, no, he completely ignored Laura and just kept on walking. The flowers were sent <coughs> by an anonymous viewer who was watching the live stream. Uh, yeah.
1: Sorry, I didn't know that yeah. part. That's a bummer.
2: That um is- Our Scientology stories, peeling the onion, stopping the Russia-Ukraine war, airdrop the way to happiness. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Now, if you guys didn't know this, there's a new function uh, on YouTube and StreamYard and X where if you're watching this on the X platform and you comment, it'll show up in our stream and we can put it up. And I just happened to get one right here.
2: Oh, Leah Remini sending you Mike Claire. Uh, Mark, love. Thank you for continuing to do the work. Oh my
1: god! Oh, Lily. Wow.
0: Thank you,
2: Leon. We love you. Oh, You're me. amazing. Thank you for just being a complete inspiration. And Merry Christmas!
0: And yes, thank, thank you for the bug. Oh,
2: <laughs> I love Lily. She's amazing. Oh my gosh, what a warrior, Mrs. T Rush. Merry Christmas to you all. God bless you. Thank you, Mrs. T Rush. Uh, I Hernig. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. I'm going to Tokyo soon and plan to take my little Davy to visit the org. Any anecdotes from Scientology in Japan you could tell us?
1: Oh, you know who, we did the the video on the the winter video. Yeah, but that that
0: was CCHR Japan. Oh, but you know you know who was sent to Japan for the ideal org to get the ideal org rolling? No, Genie.
2: Genie, no. <laughs> Don't
0: you remember that? Jeannie Sonnenfeld was sent oh, Sonnenfeld, to be- yeah. Oh, Or Jeannie Franks or whatever. The Jeannie ultimate
1: Jeannie Bogvad. Bogvad. <laughs> yeah. The, the I heard ultimate, she was recently declared a suppressive. Yeah. Well, I'm sure because
0: she basically was the start of the chase wave. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, stat pusher from. From the, the beginning of time, <laughs> yes. gee, gee, just like just like Bill and Jens.
1: I used to work for her. When I was a young kid, I worked at Los Angeles Day, and she was the DE, the deputy executive director, and Jens Bogvad was the executive director or the commanding yep. officer or whatever they called it at the time. So, yeah, she was uh, definitely a couple sandwiches short of a picnic. Yep. Okay.
2: Joshua Armenta also want to point out that the governors of both the states of Sonora and Mexico in Mexico are known Scientologists. Oh wow! I wow. did not know
1: that.
0: I didn't either.
2: I did wow. not know that either.
0: What are their names, Joshua?
1: Maybe we could publish them. Yeah, <laughs> we could do a whole video about that. Yeah, we'll there get you somebody go. who speaks Spanish on too, hopefully, to talk about it. <laughs>
2: All right, M. Pesh, Matt Pesh in the house. The first time Dan Sherman spoke at Flag, I thought it was some kind of a gag being played on the staff.
0: <laughs> it was a test. It was a test, exactly.
2: <laughs> see how many people can stay awake for yeah. you know, the amount of times we'd have to sit through events with no sleep was yeah. a real struggle on top of that. All right, Billy Bob One Two Three, so glad you're back. Merry Christmas. Thank so you, good thank to see you, Billy thank Bob. Thank
1: you. The best Billy Bob of all.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay, let
1: me see Oh, here. I'm going to put up, don't worry, I'm going to put oh, up y- that y- y- one. Chuck, yes. hey, Take it easy. I'm saving that one for last.
2: Chuck Beatty. Hey, Mike, <clears throat> have you had any contact with Ursula Coberta? She is a whole important fact in anti-Scientology history, her and the state of Hamburg. Yes. And yeah.
0: Chuck, yes, I have. I have had actually many um, interactions with Ursula and spoken to her and emailed with her and... At one point she was gonna come on um I can't remember if it was the podcast. She she did a video with Amy recently. Yeah, I know. I know, yeah, I know. and with, I reached um, up,
2: Mark and Janice too.
0: Right. I reached yeah. out to her after the Amy one and said, okay, Ursula, because when I had reached out to her, she didn't want to do it. Like with me and Leah, she was like I'm I'm retired now I don't need this shit all back up in my business (laughs) Uh, you know and I'm like okay you've done your you've done your your time you don't need to to do anything for anybody at this point but now she is so now that I'm sort of back in the swing of things, uh, we might do one with her. I want, I desperately want to talk to her because, yeah, like I do too in public, I'm ne- yeah. But be- because I, she and I were were like, she was the nemesis of Osa for a long time, yeah. and I was the sort of nemesis of Ursula on the other side of the equation for a long time. So it would just be. Be very interesting. And I I like her a lot. We get along very, very well at this point. There's no animosity, even given all the horrible things that were done to her. And she's just a great person. So, yeah, we'll do that sometime, Chuck. Thanks. That's awesome.
2: Yes. One of DV Survivor, Johnny Depp's randos. Hi, Serge. Glad you had a blast visiting Claire, Mark, and their boys. We need to see some of your paintings and drawings, Serge. So glad you graduated and the Aftermath Foundation helped you. Yes, absolutely.
1: We went to a Christmas party last night with Serge, and he was the star of the party. It was (laughs) amazing. He was (laughs) was telling all kinds of stories.
2: (laughs) Rod Menally, thank you all. Merry Christmas! Thank you, Rod. And to we you. appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Uh, the Rafa Daffadoo drove by the Houston Mission today. Fourth largest city in the nation. No org, just a dead mission. The hookah bar next door was booming. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> hookah, hookah.
2: Hookah, okay. Hookah.
1: I don't want the YouTube algorithm to uh, confuse the uh, R.
2: Uh, oh, okay. All uh, right. But
1: um okay, now this one I want to I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Dr. X. <gasps> Dr. X. Dr.
2: X just landed. <laughs> Glad you guys keeping me sane. 10 simultaneous flights landed. Wow, when you hit the NG, you know global optics are bad and around new year's eve event big flap have a happy holiday new year to all folks watching listening love to all and on
1: that note i have gotta show you um we got one of these too but uh grayson built them and i don't and he's out playing with his friends somewhere at another friend's house so i don't know where (laughs) they are but uh, mike sent this to me to show you guys
0: okay this is Dr. X sent this as a Christmas gift along with a whole swag of other things. Like her,
1: her. Mike her and I mentioned. Generosity
0: <laughs> is overwhelming.
1: Mike Here and I, I mentioned on the live stream, I don't know, months ago, that we were Collingwood fans. And right. um, that's a, t- uh, a team in Australia. And, um, and they won uh, a huge thing over there. And she sent us. I don't know that there's any merchandise that they make that we don't have now.
0: I am telling you
1: it's including it's a lot.
0: signed signed uh guns, jerseys jerseys, jerseys that, that that have all the team players on them and everything and isn't that this,
2: isn't that right behind you in your background
0: Oh, that's the cricket one. Yeah, that's, that's the Australian list. national oh, cricket wow, okay. team that she sent. <laughs> <said. laughs> no, I don't even have the Collingwood ones in here. Like, but these these little things are, um, like Legos. Made. They are Legos.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're not yes. like Legos. They well, are they're Legos. <laughs> Legos they're
0: custom made from to a the, photo to like yeah. that Doctor X got took from one of the Emmy awards. Christy and me, you can see me in a tuxedo and Christy in her red lacy floral dress. And they came and Jack spent, I don't know, two hours. This is not just like five little pieces.
2: No. There's like
0: hundreds of pieces in these things. And they go together in this little stand. And I don't know, it's one of the most sort of touching things that anybody has ever sent me frankly and from someone that that we have never met in person we don't know who just watches our videos and is so kind and so considerate it's it's really really something yeah
2: dr x also sent a care package for surge Mm -hmm. with a hat and stocking and all kinds of stuff so it's under the tree for for Surge to open on christmas day
1: <laughs> yeah That's so thank amazing. you very much dr x yes, we really appreciate really. it and the thing and the thing that you sent for surge was very very generous and very kind and um we will take some pictures when he opens it and we'll make sure you see those because he is gonna i'm pretty sure serge is gonna have the best christmas he's ever had his entire life this year yes. so <laughs>
2: um
1: anyway yeah Okay, right. let's end on that before I start crying. Is that? Crying. Is that?
0: Yeah, exactly. Is that? That's the end of the the
1: stuff, right? Yes, that was yeah. the last one. I saved that one for last. Okay. It well, was so we, we we've been
0: going for an hour and twenty minutes, so that's yeah. pretty good. Well,
2: let let me let me just finish with one yes. thing. This year, we launched a new program for, through the Aftermath Foundation called Aftermath Connect. Um, so, if you go to the Aftermath Foundation website, there's a a tab called Missing Persons. And so given that it's the holidays and this is the time of year when we feel the impact of disconnection the most, I just wanted to say you can go on there. If you've lost loved ones to Scientology, as we have, you can create a post there. I put one up for my mother, and the, the whole idea is to expose the destructive and evil practice of disconnection and bring about reconnection.
1: Yeah.
0: Perfect Awesome. And let me just say to everybody who has been supportive of us and supportive of the Aftermath Foundation and supportive of any effort to, to put an end to the abuses of Scientology, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, uh, whether it's Merry Christmas or whatever it is that you celebrate Celebrate in style, enjoy yourself, have fun with your friends and family. I know we will. Uh, We are planning on having uh, a great time between now and New Year's. And uh, I hope everybody out there does too. Yes.
2: Happy holidays.
1: Merry Christmas. We love you. Merry Christmas. Happy
2: happy New Year. (laughs) Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for tuning
0: in. You can find more episodes of Exposing Scientology, both on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out my best-selling memoir, A Billion Years, My Escape from a Life in the Highest Ranks of Scientology. It's available on Amazon and as an audiobook. Until next time.